Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from beyond the dice. Welcome back. We play role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and more. I'm Luke, your DM, and with me is... Ben, and I play Cortain, the living, battering ram, um, Danis. I'm going to use his last name. <laughs> That's his middle long. name? <laughs> I've been using his last name in a long, name in a long time. Um, and his middle name is human, battering ram. It is now, after last session. That or... or um, the, the demon's plaything. Either one of those two seems to be pretty. <laughs> Sounds pretty, like you uh, also star in adult films. <laughs> oh, yeah. Battering oh, yeah. Either one. Yeah, the demon battering ram. Um, and, you know, he's ready, to, he's ready to, to mess some stuff up. Even more so than he messed up last week. And <laughs> I'm Peter, and I'm playing Spooks and Denser. And all Spooks knows about demons is maybe number threes are their weak point. Ooh. Uh, Trav, Little Moss That's all I'm Levi and I'm playing Lokag And if Cortain's the ram um, I, th- I think I'm the rammer I don't want to like that name But I- I'm the rammer Lokag the rammer <laughs> What about Hammer? Like, is you strip- Hammer, yes, that's yeah. probably nicer <laughs> Oh, good Alright um, <laughs> uh, Cortain, I mean Ben Do you know what rhymes with Kind of rhymes with Dennis? What? Hereticus. Hereticus. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, uh, nice. I'll get all of you to roll d20s. Okay. The lowest dice roll recounts the tale. My, my new dice tale. <gasps> Is it a 3D printed one? I did. A 3D printed Is it a lizard man Aztec inspired tower? It is. Oh, made, that's awesome. Made from gold PLA. Not actual gold, but it's like shiny. <laughs> You bought a gold, like, block, a Nazi gold block to put in your 3D printer so it can print an actual gold tower. Exactly. I didn't Amazing. feel bad about it because I stole it from some Nazis. So Yeah, stolen from Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got no such tower and I rolled a 13. Oh. Moss, 18. Oh, no. Nine for Spigs. Oh, this is a cursed tower. Cursed Nazi gold. <laughs> uh, I rolled an eight. <laughs> it would have been funnier right. if you rolled a nine. <laughs> nine. Uh, that would not have been fun. Not All right, tell us the tale, sirs. So, last session, we. I'll, I'll, I'll get. I'll, I'll skip to the to the intriguing part. We met Doctor Lazarus, and we were chat. He was like behind behind a, a glass uh, barrier and we could see like a whole, it was like an assembly line, wasn't it? like a big laboratory that he was in. And yeah. we were on the other side and he was basically just going, you know, blah, blah, betterment of humanity, yada, yada, I'm not going to turn evil, all this kind of stuff. None of the none of the team were having it. We all knew that, you know, this guy who's like, oh, I've got this magical helm that can raise the dead, but I'm only using it to help people, you know? Uh, just, you know, I want to keep it out of the bad people's hands, but I, you know, I'm not going to fall corrupted to it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go mental or anything and use it for my own own power. And all it's like, yeah, sure, sure, that's what you're going to do. Sure, sure. And then I was like, okay, quick, throw me at the, throw me at the glass. And that didn't turn out very well. And <laughs> because as... <laughs> I, as I was moving towards the glass, uh, the demon that uh, Cortain had, you know, some, some, uh, like a chat, a nice, a nice friendly chat with back in the depths <laughs> of the library, um, turned out that he turned Cortain into a bit of a, I don't know what the word is, like a, a, a bit of, a bit of a, a spy. Trojan horse. A Trojan horse, that's it. A Trojan horse. He turned mm. Cortain to a Trojan horse and he then, uh, basically possessed all the, the, you know, subjects of the benevolent research of this doctor into, into crazy zombies who were bashed open their, their cells and started, you know, running at us. And we're in a bit of a pickle right now. Yes. 
a slippery pickle. Is there so, a banana? That was slippery that was, banana. That was pretty perfect. Yeah, the code the code name banana something banana split or straight banana like was used. Yeah, yeah, straight banana. This is where we'll uh, we'll pick up, not in a banana forest or a banana farm or in a banana Sunday, but we pick up this episode in the research laboratory inside the depths of the lab of Dr. Ecton Lazarus, beneath the paved and bitumen city of New Etica in the sewer systems. The grimy, goopy, smelly, dripping, rat-ridden, nuclear waste dumped in, gross, smelly, but not that smelly, kind of smelly, a little bit smelly, sewer system. So you're in the research lab where there are those two large desks facing each other full of computer systems and notes and stuff like that. In front of them, there are two tables, like uh, surgical tables, where there was that um, half-orc police officer who Dr. Ecton Lazarus sort of woke him up to give you an example of his progress in retaining memories and the consciousness of the subject. You're standing there as Lazarus has put his hand on the glass and tapped on a screen, on this hollow screen inside the glass. All of the lights turned red. As Ben said, the cyborg zombies have burst from their maybe containment cells, their eyes glowing this hot, unstable, pinky red colour. They start screaming and in a chaotic frenzy start slamming into each other and running down the hallways. Turrets from the roof to the east and the west pop out and they start shooting at zombies. You see turrets in the room that you're in pop out of the roof as well. They start aiming down at you. Across the glass, there is large holographic text in red that reads emergency across the glass. You hear a voice echoing from the room in front of you in the cybernetics laboratory, this this um, well, the cybernetics fabrication room, I should say, this robotic system that is building cybernetic parts for subjects to replace damaged organs or limbs and um, assembling them and placing them in sort of stasis fields. You hear the voice of Lazarus echo through the hall as he's screaming into a communicator that he's holding in his hand. Edwina, lock down the living quarters and prepare the escape route. If I can't get the prototypes under control, we will have to leave. He runs through that fabrication lab, his white lab coat trailing behind him. You hear the bursts of those turrets to your left and your right firing into the creatures, them screaming in angry rage. I need all of you to roll initiative. We have a skill challenge. The function of your skill challenge or your your aim could be various things, but your main aim is try not to die to the zombies. You notice that down the west hallway, you can see around 20-ish cyborg zombies all climbing over each other as they're bursting out of these doors. Are they like yeah, you know, um, the World War Z zombies or are they like are they like those real aggressive ones? Or shamblers? Yeah. Nah, nah. They're, um, they're like the the rage zombies. Oh, man. Uh, but though they are... Uh, they're not completely organic. They do have cybernetic parts. So some of them will have arm, like cybernetic arms, legs, all these components and... Uh, you know, robotic parts all over their bodies, bits of their head have been replaced, certain parts of their um, organs have been replaced with machinery. You can see it moving and whirring around inside of them. You can see down the hallway, you can see that far, you can see signs to the west, prototype storage 01, and to the east, cryostasis chambers. 
So, so what did you all get for initiative? They're not even like mushy zombies. They're like hard mechanical zombies. Yeah. It's terrifying. Uh, 11 from, for Moss. 10 for Spigs. Locate got 19. Cortain got 11. All right. Uh, little Moss and Cortain, what are your dexterity? Three. Probably more than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, five. Yep. Okay. Little Moss is the plus. Cool. All right. So uh, first off, we have a Lokag. So Lokag, sirens start blurring. <laughs> As the emergency, like a hollow projections are displayed across glass, across screens, doors, you hear the zombies rushing towards you from the west. Uh, just with a without a check, um, where I'm looking to run away from the west, that's correct, or either break down through the, the glass wall. All right. Um, you choose what you would like to do. You tell me what but I'm skill. Just, I'm just checking things out. That's like... Oh, uh, yep. Yep, yep. So I can, miss, my escape route is back the way we came or through the glass wall possibly. Yes, you can opt to leave completely. You can head back down to the south which will lead you towards the um the apartment or the living quarters where you fought turbo where uh gregor and edwina currently are you can head that way yep or i could go with the old banana plan and as i rage up and hulk out i'm gonna try and yeet the battering ram through the glass wall with an athletics check amazing cool 24. 24. That succeeds. So, what does it look like when you grab Cortain and throw him towards the glass? So, I believe uh, Cortain has taken a knee for after the demonic possession. And so, I bend down, and as I'm picking him up, my arms just stretch over him and get bigger. And I grab him underneath the armpits, and then, like he's a little uh, a rugby ball, I just yeet and get him into <laughs> a little spin. So then he uh, flies through the uh, towards the glass wall. All right. So, Cortain, you feel this grip from underneath your arms and you turn in your big, bulky, robotic exoskeleton suit to see Lokag smiling at you and he hurls you towards the glass. You are flying through the air and you kick off with one foot on the ground as you go to hit the ground right in front of the glass and you just catapult into the glass. This huge fracture runs from your impact point, scattering across the whole of that glass section. The glass isn't breached, but the turrets which were aimed down at you, a crack in the ceiling runs from the impact point up the glass, across the ceiling, into one of the turrets. There are two turrets. And the turret falls out of its housing and crashes to the floor. So you have eliminated one threat, but you haven't been able to breach the glass. It's going to count as a pass, but that glass is not breached. Cool. Next, we have Hayashida. Hayashida will run to the entry, where the entry, like looking into the hallway, down the west hallway. He has his hand on his katana. He looks across the room to Cortain and says, I don't usually like to run from a fight, but are we making a stand or not? Let's try to get through the glass. Hayashida is going to walk up to the glass and he's going to make a mechanics check to try and figure out where the, basically the controls for this glass is. To maybe retract it or open a door or something. But it's, it looks seamless, this glass. Okay. He goes up to the wall and he starts feeling around on these panels and he finds an edge, runs his finger along it. He gets his katana out, slams it in the top and sort of crowbars it off. It cracks away this panel and there is a circuitry behind there and some machinery. He starts to tinker with it and he pulls a lever and twists something inside. You see a seam in the center of the room, like on the glass, open up just a tiny bit and the two doors or two pieces of the door, the two panels of glass of this door that was seamless, you couldn't see where it actually was on the wall start to try and slide north and then the two panels east and west so they would go away from you and then open out they're not quite opening the glass is cracked that could be a reason he failed his role not terribly but he still didn't do amazing so that's one fail little moss is next okay um where is the turret that hasn't fallen to the floor 
it will be to your to the east in uh, this area here but on the ceiling okay and is it currently active uh yeah it is so as Hayashida is moving across the room and fiddling with this and you see the doors opening up it's all happening in seconds the turret is like tracking it's it's just came out of the roof one has fallen down it's then like pointing its it's um red laser targets on your group okay um so i think i'll use athletics to try and jump up and grab onto it and literally try and yank it out of the ceiling all right so uh 19 nice that is a pass so you leap up grabbing onto the turret you sort of swing your legs in like a motion like you would if you're on monkey bars and you just tear it off throwing it against the glass creating another big fracture point the turret falls to the ground its wires sparking sick okay you have eliminated i mean uh you've eliminated the turret you have passed cortain is next okay so cortain is going to go he's going to basically try to break the glass by thrusting his his white hot sword into it what skill do you think that would be probably athletics okay. is he allowed to use it if i just did yeah um Lokag used it as well mm. so next round no uh like you guys won't be able to use the skill that you've previously used okay athletics carnival over <laughs> uh 25 for athletics check nice so you get off you were like down on a knee after slamming into it picking yourself up you pull free your sword you flick the activator on it it glows red you twist the part of the handle which like puts it into overdrive which only lasts for a few seconds you slam it into the glass it's very strange at first because you see this electrical hollow shield behind the glass possibly with between two panes of it and when your sword goes into it it melts through the glass it hits the shield which then flickers this orange energy very similar to the one in the uh the the living quarters it flickers and is gets brighter where you're hitting or you know stabbing your sword through and then it goes out and then you just lurch forward as your glass so your sword passes through the glass nice is it, is there is a sword stuck in there or do i pull the sword out you pull the sword out it starts to crack away and pieces of it melting falling away spigs can probably fit through and maybe hayashida but this glass looks like it's been um, designed to withstand quite a beating. For the next room is cybernetics fabrication. So there is welding, there are electrical arcs, all types of, um, I guess, effects that might um, take place in a in a in a room that is fabricating and creating assembling machinery. That is a pass. And zombies. A few zombies charge down the western hall towards you, shambling, tripping over themselves, screaming this terrifying scream, their eyes glowing that unstable, crackling, pinky red energy, that magenta-like energy. Zombies run up, and four of them, and they start to attack you guys. They just start ripping, slashing, headbutting, and... Okay, so they just passed. Each of you take 10 damage as you're able to fight off these four zombies, but you take damage doing so. It is all being also being classed as a fail against you because they have passed. Next is Speaks. Uh, uh, you want me to go through or should I hold the line? Get through, Speaks. All right, Speaks tries to go through the whole... Cortain is made. All right, you get your cybernetic chicken walker leg. You place it down on the bit of glass that sort of melted uh, down the bottom near the floor and you like push it in and it cracks away. You make the hole a little bit bigger, a bit, little bit easier to fit through. And you make it through into the cybernetics fabrication room. 
I'll just reveal more of that area. As you enter, there was very low light in there. You see a sign to the west that says security checkpoint. And then another sign unmarked that runs to, seems like a, a hallway that runs to the east as well. In this room, a whole bunch of machinery um, is still working and creating things, fabricating, welding materials together, together, folding steel, assembling cybernetic materials and parts. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, Spigs moves up to the security checkpoint and goes yep. check it out. All right, it's a glass, it's a, a steel door with a glass window that leads to a door and on the door it says prototype storage 03. Hmm. So the so the there's a door in front of a door that leads to prototype 03. Yeah, so there's an area that's probably about 10 feet by 10 feet or a small room. Yeah. It has a, a steel door glass window and you can see through that glass at a completely heavy duty steel door that reads uh, where are we? There's a re reveal. It reveals that. Prototype storage 03. Mm, where he says stuff. Uh, the door, handle, yes. like swipe card, keypad. Yep, just a, just a normal handle. All right, Speaks tries the door. Okay, the door opens. You hear a voice. Security, checkpoint. Please present ID. Uh, Lazarus, can you still hear us? What's this security checkpoint? All right, your time is running out. You need to make a skill challenge or something to progress the scene before the zombies overrun your friends. Because you've moved right, through, you've checked things. Like, check, mechanic check, is there any way to override the security checkpoint? Wires I can pull out or anything? Um, just roll an intelligence check for me okay. quickly. All right, that's 14 plus. Don't you have three, a negative to intelligence? 17. <laughs> As you go to, you move into the room and you see like a, a computer panel. As you go to unscrew the panel and maybe mess with the internals, you think to yourself, if you built a labyrinthian laboratory that houses people brought back to life to be then turned into cyborg zombies and you needed to get them into the cybernetics room to fit them with parts, you would probably want a checkpoint so that not so that they can't just move three freely through their storage or their quote unquote prisons. So you piece together, if you open that, you're opening a direct door into prototype storage three. Mm. Spigs makes logical sense. He could be friendly. <laughs> Roll a wisdom check. <laughs> Alright, Spigs stops messing with it and heads to the other corridor. But there there is the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moves away. Okay. So you move to the other hallway. There is just a door with a glass window. It leads into a hallway. And you see a hall, I mean, a sign in that hallway above the door to the east that reads testing facility. All right. And there's, and there's any of the doors at the end of the, this cybernetic fabrication area to the north? There is... There is a door down here. It's completely steel. It's sealed off. Looks quite heavy duty. No way. There is no sign. No way. No one beyond it. For those playing you... at home, I'm swear that Spigs has like doped himself up with speed and moved more in this one <laughs> yeah. session than he has like the whole last battle. But he's very intelligent, so I'm letting it slide. Okay, is this just pumped on adrenaline for the first time? <laughs> Yeah, that's probably all you can do. All right. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to roll a d20. Make him do an endurance check. Yeah, actually, roll tolerance for how much you've you've been running with your robotic legs to see if it tires you out. That way we get a skill out of it. <laughs> and what's, what's, see what happens. Tolerance roll? Uh, constitution saving throw. Oh, yeah, okay. 26. Ooh, okay. You do not have a heart attack whilst running around with your cybernetic legs tolling you, opening doors, opening compartments, running around. You're fine, but that's all you can do, and we'll class that as a pass because you've gotten information and you didn't fail the roll. Um, let's pass here. 
And next will be the system. Okay, uh, in the research laboratory, there are no turrets anymore, so nothing happens there. Cybernetics fabrication. Uh, as you're running through the room, Spigs, um, you've been searching things. You haven't looked at the machinery or, or computers system in the room. You haven't really paid attention to them. One of the robotic arms stops producing parts. It turns and it goes to grab you from behind with its uh, like robotic hook clampy arm thing. Uh, it fails. So you hear this robotic whirring in the sound of hydraulic pistons hissing and you turn, you see this arm clamp coming for you and you stumble a little bit because you, you trip over a very thick electrical cable and it just misses you and then it comes to grab you again and you swipe it out of the way with your red cybernetic arm and that is classed as a pass for you guys because it didn't um, hurt anybody, it didn't do anything and the turrets keep firing at all of these zombies that start piling out of this area um, can you guys see prototype storage one or is that not working now hold on C3. Oh, there it is. Yep. There we go. So, um, you you see heaps of them just piling around the corner, around here, and running towards you guys, running down here. Heaps of them just pushing out of doors. There seems like there is a door every maybe four to five feet, and um, the room is uh, 80 feet long. They're just bursting out, sometimes two at a time. The turrets are firing at some of those zombies. Wiping out some of them. Just short bursts, blowing their heads apart. Days a pass again. So this round we have six passes, two fails. That is good. So this round is a a uh, total pass. So there are a few more rounds left. Next we have... Um, no, we had zombies again. We didn't finish that round. <coughs> zombies moving down towards you guys. Maybe another three or four you can't really tell one of them is like crawling along with no legs and they will attack you guys all but spigs uh they failed so that is a pass for you guys which is even better so back to the top of the round we have Lokag. so Lokag. yep um to the left where you look down the cryostasis chambers to the east you can try and fit through to the north you can go west and fight all the things you can continue down to the east which is a mystery so far uh, so I'm gonna, I can, I'm better than Spigs. I can run heaps far. I'm gonna run down to the cryostasis um, chamber until I meet a corridor. Boom. And then- You run down, you sprint down there and you see- I open my open, eyes and- You see a door at the end of the hallway and it's a completely glass door. Above it, there is a sign that says testing facility and you can see through the glass door some small cubicle like rooms all with steel edging and then glass panels some of them are uh, transparent glass some are like a tinted glass i don't just was that in the cryostasis chambers or the, in the testing facility and the testing facility yep now as you move through the hallway of the cryostasis chambers you see doors every four to five feet little circular glass that's all frosted over and when you when you've looked through those glass windows like porthole like windows you see that there are a room of anywhere between three to five people all standing upright in these glass tubes like there were in the living quarters filled with a like a either a pale baby blue liquid or a pale green liquid and the glass is completely frosted over they seem to be just people they might have like missing arms or um like old wounds and stuff like that but they have no cybernetics attached to them they're just in stasis All right, so i'm a one trick pony um i'm gonna roll perception to see whether or not this glass is stronger than the glass we've already broken glass to the north 
uh, towards the, the, the glass between me and the testing facility. Yep, you can run up there, easy. Oh, no, I'm, I'm from where I am. I didn't run up, I yep. just from where I am. Oh, okay. I look at it yep. with a beautiful roll of a two. Ooh. Uh, what glass door? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an open door. Oh, bugger. Oh, it's good. Oh. Hi, Ashida. Just come straight through here. There's no door. <laughs> you see him holding his katana. He looks down the hallway and he nods. I ran past the so, cash crop and the door's straight open. Come on. <laughs> that is all. Well, that's a fail. Uh, let's go with. Oops. Oopsie daisies. That's no good. Uh, hi, Ashida. He will sprint back this way. Yelling out to Cortain as he passes. The glass is too thick. As he runs down the corridor, passes Lokag, and... Slams into the glass. Shoulder first. He realized at the last minute that there is glass in the way. The door just shatters. The glass doesn't go everywhere. It's just a big shat... Like a... Like impact shatter like there were in the um, research laboratory. So the glass still, trying it's to still intact, but it's just like spider webbed all the way through. Correct. He stops and rolls investigation. He tries the handle. It's locked. Damn it. Hey, I thought you said it was an open door. It wasn't there before. <laughs> he failed. Nice. So next is Little Moss. Okay, so are the zombies in the research lab with us at the moment? Some there were because they were on us. Yeah, um, but they failed their roll. So, oh no, no, they beat you. They rolled good, so they got a damage. There are, they are. Um, you you dispatched them, but there are more coming down the hallway. Okay, um, then for my. It's getting harder every time they attack because there are less people in the room to fight them. Yep. Um, in that case, I'd like to stealth, um, and yep. for flavor, I'd like to try and cast one of my dark monk spells, um, called pass without a trace. Mm. Um, sometimes I have those types of poops. They're the best when you wipe and it doesn't feel like anything ever happened. Yeah. And especially I've if they make their way trace. through the yeah. U-Bend, like clean entry, yeah. 10 out of 10 yep. from the judges. <laughs> Not even a streak on the bottom. <laughs> it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Gross. We just did a poop jokes. Mm, fantastic. So right. I'm going to roll stealth. Roll your stealth. Uh, 18. Very good. That is a pass. And so you cast your spell pass without a trace as well, which I believe gives you plus 10 to the next, to stealth rolls. Uh, correct? To, yeah, to dexterity. To dexterity. Stealth checks. Okay. Yep. And is that in the area or does it follow you? Um, or is it just for it's you? It's within my area, um, but I can I can nominate the person on my turn. Okay. But is it uh, surrounding you or is it... Radiates from me within yes, a radius okay. of 30 feet and masking me and my companions. Um, so can't be seen, can't be heard. All right. And so, Cortain, mm -hmm. you see Little Moss. He's sort of rolled his sleeves up during his fighting. He, you see him stand up really straight and he slides his sleeves down and he fixes his turtleneck up extra snug around his jawline. Mm. Yep. And you see his hands, that inky black smoke substance that um, sort of enveloped him when he uh, when the skull broke and that was sort of shrouding him in a way when you guys took him back to the Dark Haven library and mm. locked him in the vault for a little while. That starts to emanate from his hands uh, in like a like a whipping motion around him, like around his hands, and then it wraps around his hands. You see it go up his arms and up his neck towards his face where it starts to like encroach on his face, but not completely. It's like... Um, it's kind of like Venom almost, but kind of spectrally. Uh -huh. Venom from Marvel Comics. Yeah, yeah. And you see him kind of like fade a little bit. And this, the light from the room is like pulled away. What are you doing with that little moss? Where are you moving? 
Um, I would like to come up and assist Spigs. All right. I'm going to go through to the north. Yep. Roll dexterity to squeeze through the, the hole. Do I get a plus 10 to dexterity check? Yep. That's good. 13. <laughs> 13. Oh, plus your normal dex as well, Trav. Like you... Oh, okay. 18. You're, you're not yet. Ah, there we go. You, that's good because 13 wouldn't have been great. You squeeze through, you sneak up. Spigs doesn't even know you're there. You are standing behind him. Cortain, you see this blur of little moss move past you through the hole, graceful and quick, moving through the shattered glass without any of it even moving. Um, and then the light comes back into the room and you see in the cybernetics fabrication laboratory, the lights begin to dim around him as he moves through there. Can did I, I notice what he... Oh. Sh- did, did he have some shades on? I always have the holographic shades on, my dude. What, what happens when you go into stealth mode? What what what's presents on your shades? The um, yellow smiley faces go black. <laughs> they go angry? <laughs> <laughs> or, or inverts. It's like black face, but with yellow and yellow eyes and smile. Yep. Nice. Uh, okay. Also, I'd like to slap Spigs on the back of the neck. Spigs, you feel that robotic arm in that room slap you. And now it's Cortain's turn. <laughs> yeah, it's probably nearly dead. Like, you're probably just like conked him on the back of the neck. <laughs> yeah, how much damage does that do? <laughs> it's like a Star Trek double-handed oh, punch. Oh, yeah, where, where they pull it knocks around him out. and they, they're like, like they're, they're holding an axe really weird, like in, you know, with the hands overlapping. Yeah, it's so weird. All right, Cortain is your turn. Okay, so it doesn't look like Cortain can fit through the glass, does it? Not in his big well, suit. Well, maybe if you find a way to do it without athletics, <laughs> you can do so. Impossible. Intimidate <laughs> the glass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to intimidate was probably one of my only only high skills um, that mm. hasn't already been used this round. But I mean, they're zombies. How can I maybe intimidate my my companions? That's probably the best. Thing I could. Um, Ooh, try that. Give us like advantage on the next roll. <laughs> oh, I mean, like get through. I'll kill you. Why am I Why there's zombies climbing all over your corpse? Or, or Spigs, open up this door, or I'll kill you. Because that's yeah. Fourteen. Roll a roll a wisdom check for me. Oh no, that that's that's. Oh, he's going to be a demon now. <laughs> wisdom. That's an eight. An eight. Out of the corner of your eye, to your right. You see a figure with four arms, quite tall, floating off the ground, its silver crown shimmering in the light, its eyes burning. It's like a silhouette. You can't see the detail on it this time. Its eyes burning that hot, pink, crackling energy. You blink and it's gone. And you have this notion to scream out at Dr. Lazarus and try and scare him into letting you pass. Letting you through. That is genius. Genius. Okay, Cortain yells out at... Is there like a security camera nearby? Yeah, there are like uh, little dome cameras built into the roof there, like a glossy white. Cortain looks at the security camera and yells, Dr. Lazarus, you better let us in. Otherwise, when we find you, I will gut you and chop you into so many little pieces, not even the helm of the Undying could put you back together. Ooh, Nice. What's your um, intimidation? Plus 10. Plus 10? Yep. That is 26. 26. That is a pass. As you're yelling out, you are screaming at the top of your lungs and you start to like smile as you're saying, I will gut you and cut you up into tiny pieces. Not even the helm of the undying can put you back together. And your voice sounds multiplied for a split second when you're sort of getting a a boost of adrenaline and some hype out of the situation. And then you like catch yourself and you look up at the cameras, pointing your sword, still glowing the hot red. You hear, very well, I'm going to open the glass and the next door past the cybernetics fabrication. Just don't destroy anything. I'm trying to contain those beasts. You see the whole glass wall shudder as it lifts lifts a bit more the cracks and fractured glass get sort of stuck in the mechanism in the roof but you can duck under it nice yeah, I'll duck under it you move through you can move around this room because you haven't 
like you've basically just yelled. So, what would you like to do further? So, what is at the end of this? So, what what doorways are leading out of this room? So, uh, there is one to the east. Says there's no sign, mm -hmm. but Spigs is walking down that way. Little Moss is creeping behind him to the west security checkpoint and to the north there is a large door that you see sort of crack open just a bit mm -hmm. there is no sign above it which way did dr lazarus run out from you went to the north i'll go to the north then you go to the north place your hands in the crack of the door and push them open it's not too hard you can quite easy, do it quite easily with your strength and your armor you see a hallway and then there is a sign above the door, which is another heavy-duty steel door that says Reanimation Laboratory. I think it's this that way, it goes. End, end of your turn. Next is... Zombies. So, the zombies, a bunch of them pile into the research lab. They look down the corridor at Lokag. Some of them scream, run down that way. Some of them look towards the north where there are figures moving in the dark room, in the cybernetics fabrication room, and they start to run into the glass and then some of them who fall then crawl underneath it and start moving into the cybernetics fabrication room. Um, as some of them are falling and then crawling under, the other ones following it see that there is something there, uh, like a gap. And then they start to just scramble down the hallway and into the cryostasis chambers and the cybernetics fabrication lab, ambling after you all. They rolled a perception and they passed, which is classed as a fail for you guys. Um, and next we have Spigs. So you hear screaming behind you as zombies are crawling underneath the glass gap, the door, sorry, the gap in the glass door that you came through. Um, you turn, you see Cortain at the end of the hall as he calls, or he as he calls out this way. Speakers are going to follow Cortain. All right, what are you going to do as zombies are piling into the room? Uh... Are you going to try and pass Cortain and open the next door? Are you going to try and do something to deal with the zombies? What's the skill that you're using to? succeed this skill challenge well as as he was heading towards Cortain he's gonna turn around does does he does he notice big little moss oh no um no nah. what's your passive perception does it beat 26 yeah I don't think it beats oh, 26 that, no that that was his dex check oh that was his dex check uh, my passive perception is 9 mine's 13 alright uh, little Moss, just roll a stealth check and plus your 10. Oh, plus whatever you get, whatever bonus you get from being passed with that trace. Uh, 28. 28. <laughs> okay, you guys don't know where Little Moss is. The room is just sort of dim okay. and dark in there Spigs now. Just the bloody goes, robot slaps you again. Spigs just goes blasted. <laughs> Spigs just opens up. Oh, he's, so I started blasting. Ah, he starts all right. The, the, uh, so hang what are you on. rolling? The, the tech for that? guy who just got told don't break stuff decides to blast all the stuff. No, no. that was me who got told not to break the stuff, and I don't. Oh, we, I don't tell we, people. Are you wise enough to turn your comms off? All right, maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, the zombies no, are coming um, under. Lazarus under spoke. Lazarus spoke through the speaker in the research lab, so you guys not wouldn't have necessarily heard it. I just see zombies coming underneath, uh, like hear them yep. coming underneath the glass and I just start like, just flat cannon like, spraying. Oh. <laughs> right, if right, I go down for this, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> What's you can, um, you could roll like a, like a straight up dexterity. You could roll uh, athletics to try and, um, you know, hold the weapon steady. Tolerance to withstand the nah. constant shock oh no you just rolled tolerance before that's right you can't oh, roll tolerance alright yeah you roll alright 10 10 you start 
literally like the meme. So I started blasting. And you start blowing holes in machinery, shooting through screens, blasting a few zombies when you miss the robotics that are in the way. But you don't seem to stop the zombies. You seem to just slow them down with the, the, all the pieces and parts of machinery and cybernetics that are falling to the ground and flying across the room. So uh, next we have the system. Uh, okay. Cortain and Spigs. A robotic piece of machinery turns and then shoots a laser towards you guys, dealing five damage each. That is, um, sorry, that's the end of its turn. That is classed as a fail for you guys too, because it rolled pretty high. Um, next we have the last lot of zombies. So zombies crawl, uh, crawling in. They will basically attack you guys. Um, that is a fail, which is a pass for you guys. As the system in the room is shooting lasers and robotic arms are moving and things are falling to the ground and pieces of metal are flying all over the place from Spigs blasting them apart, the zombies are dealing with quite a lot. As they charge in around you guys, you dispatch them easily, sending pieces of cyborg and pieces of zombie and pieces of cyborg zombie flying across the room and into the walls. Uh, let's see. You got three passes this round. Five fails. So that is classed as a fail. Um, yeah. You failed the, that round, unfortunately, boys. One more round left. L for loser, Levi and Lokeg. We good? Hmm. Ludicrous. Oh, yeah. So this is ludicrous. Oh, no, no, no lubricants. My <laughs> my intelligence is slightly higher than Lokag. Lokag has crab eyes. So out of one eye, the right eye, he's, he can see where um, Hayashida is. And out of the uh, left eye, he can see he's looking at the zombies who are filling up the research lab. Is the door that he told Hayashida to run through open yet? Or is there still the, the spiderweb fracture still there? It's the spiderweb fracture. Hayashida is jostling the handle and it clicks open. Oh, oh, that doesn't help me at all. Um, oh, no, it does. All right. So I'm still um, pumped up with Brutix and my intelligence is slightly bit lower than um, it would normally be. So I'm going to run through that door, picking up. I'm going to be rolling a, to a uh, tolerance check eventually because I'm going to push myself to the extreme. I'm going to okay. run towards a high sheeter, just pick him up like a little baby elf that he is, <laughs> and then run towards, because I could hear the through the comms and I know that they are to the um, the other direction. So I'm yep. going to give a brief scan of the testing facility so that you can describe it. And then I'm going to piss bolt out of there towards where I have heard the um, commotion of Cortain and Spigs. Okay. So you see those small rooms uh, like cube-like cube rooms made of glass. Some are tinted, some are transparent. There are subjects in them. Uh, some cybernetic zombies, some of them are slamming on the glass and screaming, um, slamming into it. There are small fractures, but doesn't look like they're getting through that glass. Inside the rooms, there are screens playing on them with images, pictures of maybe that person when they were younger, uh, when they were alive, possibly. Um, in some of the rooms, there are like obstacle course-like constructions within them. Um, rooms with sort of deductive reasoning tests displayed on them. There's, the cyborg zombies aren't paying any, any attention. There are like these um, these drones that are patrolling. They're like they're like zooming around the room, but they are all focused on tracking the zombies inside the glass. They don't pay any attention to you. You do notice in one of the cubes, there is a uh, cyborg zombie, a maybe a late teens girl um, bugbear. She's looking really worried. One of her eyes has been replaced with like a glowing green sort of uh, socket. She's both hands on the glass and you can hear a muffled, help, help, help. So she's a bugbear. They've got lots of fur. Did, yes. Does her fur look anything like a crown? Like crown. Like a helmet or a, a, a thing that's sitting on top of her head. Oh, like a princess crown or something. Or, or like the helmet of the undying, which I have seen once in a drunk 
uh, state? No, she's just got sort of um, messy long hair that seems a bit maybe singed on one side. But she's not in a rage. She's calling out for help where the rest of the cyborg zombies are screaming and slamming their heads and arms into it. Do you want to exit the room? Because you can. Uh, I'm going to roll a dice just to check whether or not I can take the fun option. If I get hot, lower than 10, I'm going to smash into that chick's um, room. Oh, I've got an eight. All right. So, no, no. Screw this. I'm carrying Hayashida and I'm just shoulder charging where that chick is in. Hayashida's like, no, no. All right. So... Roll um, roll a strength check for me. Mm. Does a 23 do anything? 23. Slam into the glass. A big spider crack runs up the side of it. The glass does not fail. This is quite strong, just like the door, just like the panels between the cybernetics fabrication. I'll drop high sheeter and that's me. All right. So you, you're going to keep at it? Is that the idea? Oh, well, is that my check? Or I can just... Oh, if you give me another roll, You're... I'm going to smash at it. All right. I'll let you do one more because you rolled tolerance and you passed. Smashing on. Oh, 22 on the second roll. All right. A crack appears and a piece of glass falls through to the other side. Probably big enough for um, like maybe a, a hand or a foot to fit through. You, she looks through the glass as most of it's all cracked now. She's like, thank you. Where, where's the doctor? He can help. He can't. You're on your own. Okay, well, at least you've given me a chance. Cool. And next we will go to Little Moss. Sorry, Hayashida. Hayashida sees the broken glass and he's like, look, you go on. I'm going to try and help her get out of here and then we'll meet you. I think down that corridor is where the cybernetics fabrication is. That's where the looks like the other guys might have gone to if they haven't been eaten. But you, but, the, but I, you stop, stop, and then you do what? Okay, okay. And he will roll just a charisma check to try and get you moving on to not stop and um, not help them. He's the one who he said got... don't stop, and then he's changing his mind. He's actually... No, no, no. He's trying to convince you to keep going, not to stop here. Yeah. So... He's actually just going to slide his katana through the crack. Yep. Kill... You rolled a 22. That is a pass. So that's the second pass for the round. You feel motivated to keep moving. Plus two for your next uh, your next roll, whenever your next roll is. Oh, yeah. And Round four. Round maybe... Uh, this is Little Moss. So, how have the zombies gotten into the room? Yes. All right. Then I think I'm going to dash up through the um, through the hallway and see if I can get in through there. All right. To the north. Yep. Or to the uh, to the east. Uh, to the north. All right. What are you? What skill are you using to try and get through the door? There's a door to the north past Cortain and Spigs. Um, sleight of hand, sleight of moss. You can use you can use athletics now because you use stealth last. Yeah, all right. Plus, you can use that. Uh, sleight of hand probably wouldn't quite work yet. Athletics, it is. Okay. Uh, twenty six. Oh, all right. So as you're running towards the door, you see there's a slight crack. You slam your hands in it. That energy is still radiating off of it and you just push them open in a swift motion. You see the next room. That's a pass, by the way. There is a large glass pyramid facing downwards from the ceiling. Beneath this structure, there is a large platform with six surgical tables surrounding a pillar-like machine. Tubes, cables, blowing panels all over this pillar. On the tables rest various corpses, a lengthy, crackling unstable pink red energy is violently winding through the room like an uncontrollable serpent arcs of pink energy are flicking off the main swirl and hitting the metallic surfaces Cortain, as you follow little moss into this next room and spigs you see the beast the demon in the corner of your eye again to the right you turn floating towards the ceiling its eyes glowing its arms lifting in the air the silver crown shining this radiant silver light you blink 
it's gone. The energy stops moving, this pink swirling energy in the room, and it rushes like a torrent of water from a fire hydrant, slamming into the bodies on the table. Their eyes glow that pink energy, crackling with instability. They begin to break apart, tear themselves apart. Biological matter and cybernetic construction alike, they start to tear themselves piece from piece. The gore and all of the parts, pieces, slam together violently above the pillar in the center of the room, forming a sort of mass. Teal energy blasts down from the glass pyramid in the roof into the mass, and it starts to twist and writhe into a shape, a humanoid shape. It has four arms, two legs, horns, all made from organs, body parts, and cybernetic components. The six heads all over its body display screaming faces and emit pink light. The seams of the creature looks as if the teal energy is holding it together. It raises its arms, tubes of coolant-like, maybe like liquid nitrogen, tear out of the various machines around the room and the creature reaches its hands towards the spraying substance that is freezing metal. It absorbs the chemical flowing towards it. It laughs, it lifts its head and roars. And that is where we'll leave it for this episode. What did you do, Cortain? You don't know I did nothing. I'm, I'm saying right, that in the meta sense. Thanks for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for donating all of your high school biology projects of cut up hearts and rats and frogs and such. And uh, thank you for accumulating them in a diorama for me. It was quite um, terrifying. So so I guess thank you for that. Thank you for giving me nightmares. Hey, uh, are you guys lost? Because I know quite often I am like... And there's probably a few places that I could go to, but a good place, a really good place to find out where you are and where you should be going is beyondthedice.com. Obviously with the www dot at the beginning of that. Like, if you don't know where you want to go, like you could just go there and then there's a store, there's a Discord, there's Insta, there's Facebook, there's YouTube, there's downloads. Like, if you go to that one location, you can find out where you should go next. So check us out at www.beyondthedice.com. Insta. Instagram. So, look, it's Peter here. You know, the guy I play speaks to Denser. I'm just giving a heart to heart to you. Like, how many episodes are you in? Is this your first episode? Have you ever been watching, listening in order? If you're in listening in order and you haven't bothered to get to our Instagram, give it a go. At Beyond the Dice. And after you've checked out Instagram, you should also, while you're just scrolling through Facebook, you should click that search button and type in Beyond the Dice and check out our Facebook page where you can get any news of our latest episodes. And uh, one way that you can really help us is uh, to give us a review on your platform of choice. Um, The best one, of course, being uh, on iTunes. But um, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm not allowed to talk about the store anymore. <laughs> no. That is my turn. Luke, it's your turn. Store.beyondthedice.com If you would like some cool, sweet, radical, um, mad places to go in this in this world and present a cool, radical, sweet, mad, cool... I don't know what other descriptive words I used. But yeah, if you want to wear a t-shirt or a jumper a hoodie or a tote bag with, you know, maybe some groceries in there or a mask to stop the spread of whatever disease ails us um, from time to time. You can head on to head on over to do to the, yep, that's the cool words that come out of my mouth. You can head on over to beyondthedice.com. Um, there is a link to our store there, or you can type in store.beyondthedice.com. 
there's plenty of stuff there rpg dnd uh, sci-fi related stuff and um, we're also on spotify too and you can find all the links on our website to spotify to the discord to the youtubes to all of the things uh, if you can't afford a t-shirt or a tote bag or a hoodie or a mug uh, mugs are pretty cool you can drink wine from them i thought it was illegal but supposedly you're allowed to now um, if you want any of those things um, but you can't afford it that's okay don't stress don't pull out your hair um, you can make your own merch with a texter and a white t-shirt or something if you wish uh, or you can share the show with a friend you can be like hey you might enjoy this go and listen because um, that's free and it, and it really will help if we um, get you know more listeners and we can um, you know invade people's ear canals with our Australian sounds uh, kookaburra kangaroo you know all those sounds anyway thanks for listening once again and uh, may you travel out into the wastelands of whichever world you come from with a haversack full of goodies and uh, probably a weapon or two. Bye. Oh, the drop gear's got me. <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, shite. Bye. Goodbye.